0: 90 Cody with something
1: cool nice. <laughs> polar caps, a, a polar bear's toes.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah, where, where can it It's find your boy, him? real McCoy. McClure the polar bear's toenails. Oh, hell, there he go again. Talk of that shit. <laughs> and it's
1: your bear polar.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and your this Coca Cola is... bottle, <laughs> it's your North. And this polar. is not bloody correct. <laughs> Not in politically uncorrect. Wait. Right. right. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Whatever. It's you're All correct.
3: Right. Non politically. Right.
0: <laughs> it's that episode where we talk. All right. <laughs> Here, it's upside down. Right. right. right.
3: Backwards. <laughs> and,
0: and this is the home. Sure Yoda. <laughs> Not Baby looking at AKA C Nova. And you can find me on Twitter at um, C Nova KPC McCoy. That backwards
1: is St. Togef.
2: Yeah. It's your <laughs> It's your boy Rimacoy, aka Mr. What It Do, aka Young Splash God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka Smooth Job Johnny, aka Doped Up Danny, aka FBI Mike, aka Hip Hop Harry, aka Hallway Jones, because your bitch got a ringtone and I'm that there, you feel me? You can find me on uh, Rimacoy KPZ for Twitter and
3: <laughs>
2: with a jingle. You can find me at McCoy. <laughs> That's, That's the ringtone, God. Uh, it sounds like prices is White <laughs> right <laughs> still. Um, You can find me on Rimacoy Rebel at uh, Snapchat.
1: Cody? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm still Cody. Still this week. Brandon, brand new go. CD record on stuff. Russ?
3: Like nachos
2: and hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I don't, I, want, I don't know if I want Cody on my nachos. I don't know. Uh, yikes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you, T.S. Uh, he knows. He
1: oh, you it. shut up, T.S. <laughs> You'd be the one to Photoshop me and some jalapenos like that. <laughs> This is the episode for Jeffrey
0: Dahmer. Cody oh. record on everything you say, <laughs> oh
1: <my laughs> in
2: including tacos. Like,
1: mm. should <laughs> we I like your lamp. Thanks. It's American.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is it Asian? It might be Vietnamese, low key, but it's made of China. <laughs> Do you guys know what nationalities I fine am? Fine China. <laughs> you got a fine China lamp. <laughs> it's Oriental
3: all right um, it's Russ the barman aka Teddy Russ aka Smooth Fingers aka Kid Universal aka School Wars 2 aka The Progenitor aka Russ the Bus and you can find me on the chatiest of snaps as faddiest snapchatiest and on IG at Candid Cupidity C N D I D underscore C P I D I T Y.
2: I D I T Y That's I D I T Y It's For Idiot. It's for Idiot.
1: God damn it. Ooh. Oh dear I see. Damn.
2: <laughs>
3: damn.
1: In the ICU. I'm looking at it right now. It says Candid Dr. Underscore Cupidity underscore cupidity, but it says McCoy, I swear to God. Oh, it <laughs> <laughs> says Car- Carlin Current, and I'm like, who is that? Oh uh, yeah. Any. That's your alter so we, you Weird. Internet, is, is that it. your
2: government you name? Who I really am. Ah. <laughs> Pieces of me. Where can they find oh, us? They can find us on Facebook <laughs> at Not Politically Correct Podcast. You know, if you into the Facebook thing, you
1: group.
2: can join that group, Not Politically Correct Podcast. Uh, we are also, we have a Facebook page you can like for numbers, which is NPC Podcast. You know, I want to tell you guys something. I don't know the difference between the page and the group i thought that should all be one but it's not so comment in the group oh, like the page anywho twitter we are on there at <laughs> not pc Podcasts. uh we are trying to get more active on there i do my best and then you can find us on soundcloud the podcast app spotify spreaker uh google play anything you can listen to shit on except title because they don't like us for some odd reason and just search not politically correct. You search us, you can listen to us, you can leave a comment, you can rate us, do all of that shit because it's important for us, and we will grow as your favorite podcast. Or something like that. Something will happen if you comment with us, but it probably won't be a free it probably won't be us reading. It'll that. say just, one new
1: comment. <laughs> exactly.
2: There you go, Cody. Cody knows. He knows exactly what's going on. Hi, he's Cody. <clears throat> and on that note, before we start Speed. wait, wait. That's my job. Stop Slim Shady. Okay. I, turn the I don't said. So twin babies in a Mercedes. Benz with the wind. Okay. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm proud of you. But I'm going to turn the volume down. We talked about um, talking about certain stuff this week. And I want to start with that because it's very topical. Right, guys? TS?
1: All right. Cody? Nope. No. Sons of bitches. Wait, listen. what's topical? Uh, <laughs> what do you think was topical in the past week, specifically Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> right. What
2: happened, what happened in the world? Well, I, I'm going to let UNTS. UNTS wanted to cover this, and I'm going to let y'all start it, but we can all talk about it. So, this week on Wednesday, which technically would have been the okay. 7th. The 7th? Still is the 7th. Or, no, mm-hmm. that actually would have been the 6th. The 6th of January, 2021. Yeah. 2021. Something happened in D.C. Um, the Capitol building was stormed by crazies, um, Trump supporters, and and people who call themselves, you know, staunch Republicans or libertarians, if you will. Just a lot of just a lot of like super right wing, um, uh, you know, dedicated nut jobs, if you will, Whackadoos. Shout out to my man. Terrorists. Terror. There you, Cody. Say it again. Because you're white, so it'll
0: be something.
1: There you go. They're not dark enough to be
0: they're not dark enough to
2: be called terrorists. They were protesters.
1: News anchors are terrorists.
2: Yeah, fucking people who drive Ubers are terrorists because they raise the price when it's a surge time. Anywho. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anywho. Um no, so I know no in all seriousness though, this was a this was a big moment for our country. And it had a lot of people on edge. And so we just wanted to kinda of like open this uh, this pod vent. And vent and talk about that. Kind of let you guys kinda of hear what we had on our hearts and kinda of give that to you guys as well before we go on to sports and music and other stuff. So Cody, I'll let you let you and Tia start because this is really something that was kinda of weighing on y'all hearts heavy. And I kinda of wanna let y'all get that off y'all chest and speak on that to the people first before we do
1: anything else, man. Cody, you wanna start? <laughs> sure um yeah first and foremost i just i don't think it's too much to ask for one generation to not experience something tragic globally or nationwide and it's pretty sad like i know it's to not to like i don't i don't want to compare extremities or anything like that but i got similar vibes to like when i was a kid and 9-11 happened you know and they were asking like do you remember where you were and stuff um this is really fucked up especially the hypocrisy um from not only those terrorists that were storming into the capital but the police and the people guarding the capital not really trying at all when on the other hand in the past. And, I mean, recent past, too, like last year like or six, a few like months five ago. five to six
2: months ago. Right. Not even five. They six, will six months,
1: three, four. kill, without missing a beat, unarmed black people and children. And But these people, they're just going to, like, the, the video that hurt me the most is seeing, like, people, like, walk up the stairs and there's a security guard or whatever he was just like, no, no, don't come in, don't come in. And then he's backing up. Like, why are you backing up? You have weapons. You have force. You, this is your job, and you're not doing your job.
0: All right. And I seen a video earlier today where outside by the barricades. So uh, there is supposedly four layers of uh, barricades, four layers of security that these people were able to quote unquote breach. But then looking at a video today, there was a cop who moved the barricade aside and was ushering oh people God. in to the, That's the crazy. safety zone. And then I read a story about um, some guy from Houston, actually. He just became a, um, a U.S. citizen. He's from Haiti or... Han- He's, he just became a citizen within the last year, and he wanted to protest with everybody in D.C. Uh, so he went to D.C., and he was a part of the protest, and he said that he marched with everybody... He started getting close inside the Capitol when everybody was starting to storm the steps, and then uh, people started pushing, and then he got scared or something like that. He didn't say he got scared, but reading his uh, uh, his memory, it look you can see that he was he got scared. He realized he fucked up, so then he tried to turn around, but people kept pushing forward, <laughs> and in the midst of people pushing him forward, he couldn't turn back around, and he saw a cop, and he's like hey, I'm not here with them, and then somebody hit him over the head with a
1: two-foot speaker, and which made him bleed or whatever. was Because <clears throat> that's going to get your votes for Trump back. Like, what? Yeah but, uh,
2: yeah, but I'm not here with them,
1: and then got hit over the head with a the speaker. They, <laughs> yeah, I okay, don't... now I'm here with them, and there's birds <laughs> around yeah, yeah, pro- there. Pro- <laughs> one more, like, big hypocrisy thing that I hate, that I wanted to say before, like, TS continues and goes on. Um, the like, they're complaining about Kaepernick kneeling and protesting, and that's peaceful, you know? And again, like we always said, that he got that tidbit from a veteran, that that's the most respectful way. Um, Another thing, though, that I don't think is more well-known is um, I think this was, like, 12 years ago, um, almost, and uh, Tony Hawk was at the White House, and um, he did a I think like a nose manual across the front, outside. And people were saying that that was disrespectful of him. But he was asked to do that, too. And so if that's disrespectful, then those people that are saying that's disrespectful are doing this. like It's just bogus.
0: Do as I say, not as I do.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: that's all that is. I I honestly think the scariest part about it is that (laughs) I feel like Haiti or Nigeria, or some other random third world country is going to be like, oh, fuck, we had the military might to overtake the U.S. this whole time. Canada. At, yeah, I was on the phone with somebody from Canada, and they were like, wow, last time the White House was attacked like this was like 200 years ago when the Canadians burned the first White House down. Wait, And now what? you guys just let random people
1: uh, in? So I knew that the first White House got burnt down, but I did not know that was by Canada. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I had heard that story, but I'm like, Canadians did it? Like it like, like, uh, like Drake now. I didn't, I didn't look it up,
0: but Drake he said it confidently <laughs> enough to where it's like, oh shit, that that's a thing. But that also sounds like a thing that America would keep out of its history. Yeah, our literally. White House was burned, by but Canada. we're not going to say by who. Right? Um, yeah, because we know that kids would have clowned it. Like, oh, we got how the fuck did Canada burn our fucking White House? Yeah, Canada.
2: Sorry, eh? Left the stove on,
0: eh? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Maple syrup. Exactly. <laughs> On pancake. The pancakes burning looking ass. Like, what the fuck going on? On
1: pancakes, on ice skates. That's third one good. On Drake's looking ass.
0: But yeah, I think that's (laughs) I think that's the scariest part. I honestly don't have too much more to vent about with that because uh our group chat helped out a lot. It was it was nice to vent there. So a lot of it's out. It's like, oh okay, cool. I'm good. We're fucked. I'm
2: happy about it. I, uh,
1: I'm we're fucked I'm happy about it <laughs> I
2: think for me this whole situation it didn't even make me flinch but I think the reason being is this I have lived in America obviously my entire life I know and bef- even before Trump before it was cool to kind of be like anti-government or like like what the fuck is going on I was a conspiracy theorist. I've always kind of been like, don't trust these motherfuckers. I've always... I've been like My, I'm 31. I've been like that since I was like 18. And I've been telling people for years, like, these motherfuckers, like, they're plotting something. Things are going to get worse. They're plotting something. Things are not... Whatever you think is going to be good is not going to be good. I've always told people that. I'm like, at some point, some shit going to flip and we going to be like, what the fuck? And so I guess for me... Even in 2012, I was expecting the world end or some on some Mayan shit. Like I was always kind of like, like shit's gonna get worse. I don't know, you know. It's either it's gonna gradually happen or we're gonna wake up one day and shit's gonna be bad. But shit's not gonna get better than it already is. It's gonna go downhill because America's an empire, you know. And when I say empire, I mean in the sense of we have land. Star Wars. We have yes, we have land in places that don't belong to us. We have military bases mm-hmm. No, you don't go to other countries and they have military bases of other countries but america does you go well, to... and i remember working
1: with this guy that served in the vietnam war and he would tell me a lot of his war stories and he would one a lot of times he'd be like and we're at this other place um which i can't say where because we weren't supposed to be there anyways right. yeah <laughs> exactly i've heard exactly. a lot
2: of those stories too yep yep and that's the, that's the thing america has done this for years we've We are a certified empire. We have land that you can't, that we're nowhere near. First of all, most of you, most of the European, especially France, while we're we're, we're here, let's talk about how fucking corrupt France is. France owns more than half of Africa, but that's not a, niggas don't want to hear that. Them niggas need to be pushed out of Africa ASAP. France, you, French people, get the fuck out of Africa.
1: But does damn, does England still own any parts of uh, um, Africa I'm pretty, um, or pretty, India? Pretty,
2: I'm pretty sure most of the European countries own at least one area and or um, nation within Africa. French, especially. damn you, Wales! French, please, France, get the fuck out of Africa. But that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about now. In the sense, what I'm saying is this: um, we as a as a country probably own more parts and more things of areas that we are not in, from Africa to Asia, all the way through, you know what I'm saying? We own a small chunk of Cuba. How? They don't fuck with us, and we own a part of their land, and we put
1: prisoners there. We stole the Philippines at one point, point. Why they give it back. Why
3: they, Guam. That's why they fuck with us, because we've established a, a means of income. Uh, prisons are a money-making machine. They, they have nothing to do with um, locking people up because of crimes. It's all money-based. So if you make a money-making machine in a country, of course they're going to mess with you in that way um, because you've basically guaranteed them a source of income.
2: But do they get money from Gu- Guantanamo Bay? Is there anything that they get would- money
3: from? The, from they they have to. Um, even if we um, overtake a company just take that uh, after. And the reason the French, uh, French are still there is because they still generate money off of it. Yeah. They still control that region. They still control whatever um, imports and exports come out of that region. So, that's why they still have that, the means of that country. Does uh, not mean cute. that they can't rebel against them? No. They, they can still right. rebel. They can still kill and get them out of here. Um, um, what, 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 how long ago was apartheid?
2: Uh,
1: was 95. Like 95. Yeah. 95
3: yeah. <laughs> so...
1: I think that's a huge misconception worldwide. Is that money equals power? It's just like a falsity perceived by that, and that's I feel like a lot of places, you know, they're, the power is by who has most money, but it doesn't equate to actual power. You're just—it's kind of like wolves and sheep, or similarities something like that. Well, it depends. Um, money it depends does cause equal money, power. Yeah, because money mm. is. I'll
3: purchase, disagree, but that's true. Right. Pur- purchase power. Um, can get you the means of power. So, if if um, let's say there's two people vying for a, uh, a country, the person who has a more money has more resources available to them in order to take over that that place. Right. So, have you ever
1: have you not played Monopoly before? <laughs> I got those orange cards stacked up now. I uh, <laughs> I I agree. I would agree that you know it would give you more possibilities or more chances to do things, you know, stuff like that. But I I will never agree that money equals power.
0: Money should not be power. You're saying that morally correct, but money is power.
1: I know. Especially I'm saying it's, world it works. is not it power. Is. It is perceived <laughs> as that it's power because people are, like, afraid to stand up.
3: Well, no, because money um, fuels greed. And because people yes. are greedy, because greed um, causes more than just competition and unhealthy competition, which is what I've always been against, um, it can fuel the fires of that greed to push people to do things. And because of that manipulative ability or that coercion, that's where the power comes from. So, money does equal power in the fact that you can purchase things or purchase people, basically, um, to get things done.
1: I feel like it, again, like it. It gives you the perception of having power. Like, if I have a lot more money than you, does that mean that I'm more powerful than you? Yes,
2: yes, because yeah. <laughs> because money, okay, Well, I'm going
1: to continue to say we disagree. This. <laughs> no, money. It doesn't.
2: Right. A, I, mean, I think from a from a from a from a personal standpoint, I can have more money but be a shitty human being. But in what money? It money is a physical representation of resources. You know what I mean? I, and I tell people this all the time. The more money you have, that means the more would you have to build homes, the more food you have to feed your family or other people's family or all of your family, not just your immediate, money represents how much resources that you can accumulate, um, f- you know, throughout the rest of the Some world.
3: Of resources are destructive as far as, like, people, um, weapons, um, and there, yeah. there's so many different types yeah. of weapons now that the more money you have, the more possibility you have to take over everything. Yeah, because even if people who don't have any value for the for money or they don't uh respect the value of money their life can be forfeit because you have the money to do
2: so right exactly money and and that's in any place money means something everywhere you know so the more that, the more you have in any place the better off you are you know what i mean like mm. and so okay. uh, again it just it equals your ability to touch resources whether those resources be Inanimate like wood and food and shit like that, or actual people. You have that because of money. You know, you money uh, is like a, a ticket or a stamp to say, hey, you should come do this for me because I have these many points to give you. You know what I mean? Whether you' looking at the American dollar or the yen or um the euro, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean. So let's
1: put yeah. it that's what Crazy. It's this it, way: it'd bro. be like the Russell Press City. <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: the> <laughs> <laughs>
3: If two people Damn, commit the same crime right. and they go to jail, the person who has the more resources available, the more money for them, will usually have the latter sentence, if in sentence. And then there's also a privilege that goes right. with that money. Um, so right. the person I who has with money that. can afford lawyers and stuff like that. This shows the, the, the purchasing power of money. Um, you know, as, as we were talking before, we live on a borrowed, uh, well, I won't say borrowed, a stolen land because of the resources that were available to the people who came here versus the people who are living here. And the resources that these people have also shape a different perspective for them so that while they were coming here, um, the people who owned this land didn't have the same angst, anger, and violent nature. You know me? Right, yeah.
1: yeah. All I'm saying is, No Strings Attached wasn't just a great NSYNC album. It just shows that, you know, we are being puppeteered by the owners of said corporate... Tom Brady and the Sports. Hold on, I really wanted this sip of coffee.
2: You addict looking at me. (laughs) <laughs> shush. <laughs> shush.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Wait, last week, the voice said, should not wrestle? And I'm like, shush you. <laughs> it's posh. <laughs> it's posh. <laughs> um, all right, so, there's some, I got a lot written down when I was taking notes this morning. Um, here's a crazy fact. Tom Brady has more playoff wins, 30, than the Washington franchise, 23, that's been around since
2: 1932. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Talking about the, the
0: Washington football team? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I know that's funny to you. Yeah. Football,
3: football team.
1: They're Louis trying to Dan be Bullies. politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> Does it
3: even say
0: Washington anymore? Football team? Yeah, it's Washington
3: no, it's, it's, it's the Washington, Washington
1: football, football team. Oh, wow. It's, it oh, is, like, man. pending for, like, until they actually have, like, a new... Name, but that's what it is right now. Yeah. This is um, the Washington
2: Redskins are actual. They're DC, right? They're not like Washington State, right?
1: That'd be Seattle, right? It's DC, DC, right? So I like, okay. <clears throat> Why don't we call oh,
2: them okay. the DC something?
1: To, I was, gonna say, I was low key. I was going to say the well, Patriots. I mean, and I'll like, go. there's the Washington Capitals. Um, what is they that? were really uh, creative.
2: <laughs> oh right, we can call them the. Uh, the Washington... Washington uppercases. Right. The <laughs> government's looking as... <at, laughs> the uh, Washington uh, players of sports. Right, exactly. Washington, Washington slave owners. Uh,
1: because white Why slaves. do you have to bring... <laughs> I don't want to hear about, you know, slavery drinks and whatnot. Oh, yeah. The um, whites. <laughs> okay, Hall of Fame. I'm trying to Hall of Fame <laughs> this Hall of Fame of Hall of Fame finalists. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning. Charles oh, Woodson woo, woo, and Calvin Johnson are among 15 finalists for 2021 Hall of Fame class. Also, Leroy Butler oh, is shit. a finalist. Yeah. So. What about Reggie White? Is he in the Hall of Fame? He's dead. I.
2: That I know. <laughs> that I know. Is he in the Hall of Fame?
1: Yeah. Are they you get... gonna go one week without asking me a question? I gotta Google. No, this mm-hmm. is your job. Reggie. Yeah. No, it's his child's job. I'm just when filling you in ask for me a week. question about
2: NWA when I'm talking about fucking Eminem, do I say no? I no, take a, a moment, stuff. I think, and then I
1: give you a date. 2006, Reggie White was inducted in the Hall of Fame. There you go. Okay, anyways, Woo-hoo, Alex look Smith. Look at Cody. How Look at me. Look <laughs> at me now. I'm getting Google. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> a, a,
2: All right, do you guys remember
1: part. Alex Smith? I guess I'm not talking to tears. Huh? Alex Smith was a quarterback uh, for the Niners right before um, Kaepernick took over. So he was told that he might die, uh, that they might have to amputate his leg, that he might never walk again, told he'd never play football again, and he had 17 surgeries. And this past week he starts for the Washington football team with a chance. Really? Really? Clinched the first division title since 2015 and is sought after as the basically for, forerunner for uh, comeback player of the year.
0: Hell yeah, that just shows how awesome Western medicine is. Wait. <laughs> mm.
1: yeah.
3: Hi, I'm TS.
2: No anyway, <laughs> Hi, I like caterpillars.
1: Hey, the power, okay. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jacks, caterpillars? What? He eats bugs. Okay. Focus, Cody. This is your well, Jackson joke. Is... Caterpillars? Oh, eats, wait. Oh, t- t- my butterfly?
2: fucking God,
1: Cody. Bugs. He eats <laughs> bugs, nigga. Damn, it's what the fuck? Bug? <laughs> well, we gotta say bugs. We don't specify which kind so of bugs.
2: To potato, butterfly. It's right. It's for the goddamn song. It was for uh, points of fucking... Uh, What do you call it? Anarchy. Syllables. No, no. What? what? TS, wait a minute. What? We're not going to let that pass. How? I
1: don't know. I I was just participating.
2: Cody and TS, bro. Lamar
1: Jackson is the first quarterback uh, with back-to-back (laughs) 1,000 rushing yard seasons. Derrick Henry just finished his season with 2,000 rushing yards. He has back-to-back rushing titles. Uh, the Cleveland Duke's finished clinched the Whoa, playoffs ho, for ho, <laughs> ho, what? You ho, ho. got oh okay. What happened?
2: That's not a thing. Whatever that you just said is not a thing. I
1: well, don't what know. color are they? They're They're what's your team? Probably thinking. Cleveland. And what color are Dookies? If you say white, white. What <laughs> are you talking about, so nigga? Damn. Well, you need some more fiber. Um, <laughs> Brown clinched the playoffs first time since two thousand and two. Here's another fun fact: um, from the two thousand fifteen to two thousand eighteen season, their record was eleven and fifty two and one. This season, they're eleven and five. Wow! wow. Nice, crazy, huh? Oh. Um, I got a funny quote by uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Um, says that he's happy to be playing the cleveland browns on sunday he says quote i think they're still the same browns team i play every year i think they're nameless gray faces they have had a couple good players on their team but at the end of the day the browns is the browns Woo! yikes i hope he what team is that for the steelers Who... versus the browns
2: oh i hope the browns <laughs> win bro i hope the browns win i thought the steelers and the browns would meet each other in the afc playoffs honestly but I hope that the Browns, they're not going. I don't know, man. I really hope that they beat the Steelers. I just want to see. I, the Browns don't got to make it to the Super Bowl. But I want them to make it at least to the AFC uh, title match.
1: Damn, man. That's uh, Yeah, that'd be pretty steamy, huh? You, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are doing a lot, okay? Just do
2: I'm going to get you. wiped, huh? little
1: uh, yes. no, no, I don't know how. I don't know. <laughs> I got to
2: ask about them, I don't know. Gonna, or I'm sorry,
1: seriously. dude. Can you imagine the old joke taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, and now they would actually like have a chance? <laughs> you uh, ever hear that? No, no, no. Oh, taking the Browns to the Super Bowl is like dropping the kids off at the pool.
2: Oh, what What is with oh. you and shit today, bro? Like seriously, like you're really you're a shitty motherfucker. Like what's going on, man? Can you?
1: Broncos are the first team to miss the playoffs <laughs> five straight seasons after a Super Bowl win. John Elway is no longer the general manager as he takes elevated role with the team. Uh, He will stay on as president of football operations. That's a crazy fact, too. Um, There is a uh, big talk about MVP race. A lot of people are still fighting for Patrick Mahomes to be a big candidate, but um, it was announced that Aaron Rodgers has 47% of votes, and we'll take that. Uh, MVP for his third MVP award. Uh, oh shit! Aaron
2: Watchers got it this year. Yes, sir. Fuck you niggas talking about? It. There we go. I'm
0: happy. He hasn't gotten it, it yet, yeah, but he's in the running for it. Who
1: votes? Uh, yeah, uh, the Democratic Party. I was gonna. Ah.
2: <laughs> I was gonna make a joke.
1: I'm party. just kidding.
2: Man, good job, Cody. Oh, Spider Man. Not bloody <laughs> fit right, I was gonna
1: say <laughs> whites vote. Wait, Look Chad Trusinka. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, for yeah, for Madden, yeah, he definitely votes. Oh, that's for Madden. You'd yeah. Be Madden a, bi- okay. a bit. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald declared his uh, final season. Um, he had a good run. Cool. He is an amazing player, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, from uh Arizona. Yeah. Oh shit! Amazing player, amazing human being. I wish him all the best. Yeah, so I, I cried like three it. times only. Uh, <laughs> Frank Gore, also another old veteran in the league, um, announced that he might be considering one more year. I think that would be his, like, 15th or 16th season. And he's a running back, so that's tough. Because the running backs don't play that many years in the league. I guess he's going to
2: run this season back, huh? What the hell was that? I don't I don't, man. I I'm don't just know. kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up shit. I'm just trying to be like you. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Hi, I'm Corny. <laughs> Hi, I'm Corny. Uh, NBA. <laughs> Greg Popovich quoted on uh, talking about LeBron James and his 18th season. His commitment to excellence, he deserves a lot of credit for being the consummate professional. His mental state, along with the physical state, really makes him really special. And. Matt Barnes said, people get caught up so much in hating on him instead of sitting back and realizing you're witnessing history. And I'm just like, oh, we talked about this before you guys. Oh, I win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really, like LeBron James is like in his 18th season and not showing age at all. It's stunning. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I don't know what the...
2: It's like a god. <laughs> I don't know what the extreme LeBron James. <laughs> that's funny. I don't know what the extreme, the extreme LeBron James hate is about. But we gotta wrap that shit up, bro. Like, like, like. Let's just let's be fair. We had a, a couple of greats each. You know, each generation. You had Michael. Then you had Kobe. I don't know why people would like to skip over Kobe. Like he's not
1: top three. But you had Michael. I didn't know that people were skipping over Kobe. But they need to die. Hey, speaking of which, hey T S, how you doing? Uh, great, dude. <laughs>
2: Um I'm just kidding. people skip over Kobe for my no reason they like go straight from um MJ to LeBron but as much as you hate it LeBron is definitely in that category If there were a m if there was a Mount Rushmore of basketball I would put MJ Kobe LeBron and Shaq <laughs> And Shaq And Shaq, and Shaq. <laughs> and Shaq. Only really? because, it, uh, only because, in terms of like being a center, like you could put... He'd be the foundation. Right, Actually, Shaq had exactly. a good
1: question on who people think is the best center uh, ever, and he had like a little list of like um, I don't know contenders, basically. But there's a lot of great centers that's ever existed, so that's a good debate.
2: Kareem Abdul Jabbar, all that <laughs> shit.
1: Um, what's what's dude name? We'll I know Kareem. This. I knew Abdul. I knew. Jabbar, I don't know who all that shit is.
2: <laughs> who is this?
1: Well, the thing is, minute, Bradley bro. Beal had a career high of 60 points. Um he plays for the Washington Wizards. Wait, I was going to say. He's what? Yeah, he had a career high of 60 points, but he was quoted saying, "I don't count my career highs if they're losses. I just want to win." Cuz they lost that game. And then the next game they lost, Uh, the Wizards are now two and seven. And he said, (laughs) Ready? He said, We can't guard a parked car. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of uh, career highs, Steph Curry just got a career high of 62 points. Um, He said that, he's like, You know that Jordan meme? Yeah, I took it personally because everybody was talking trash about him and saying that he's not that, you know. Fell off or something, so yeah. he is now the second oldest person or player to have a sixty point or higher game. Nice. First, first was Kobe at age thirty seven. So, <laughs> um, how old is Steph? 32. Thirty two. Oh, one. so say six more years. Six more years, and they can five, beat Kobe. Five, six. Oh, to beat Kobe. Um, yeah, he's not. That's not happening. Uh. uh, uh, uh. I'll beat you over the head with a helicopter, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fact that you are going to acquire a helicopter, be able to lift it, and then beat TS is the thing we should be talking I about have now. Because power. Yeah. That's like, on HBO, man. That's on stars. First um, of all, get, get the fuck out of here if you're not going to do it right.
1: Starz. NBA is uh, talking about... yes, Yeah, st- yeah. This stars, hey, this moons, is a Moons, Clovers, and Balloons. Um, yeah. The NBA is talking just, about expanding their chorus. league with more teams. And I am still trying to talk about sports, you fool. You can talk and sing about music all you want in a little bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 They're trying to bring the Seattle Supersonics back. And it's Good. looking like it's going to be closer and closer. Good. I still think it's crazy because technically that franchise is in Oklahoma right now, yes, so it would be yes. a new franchise. Well, but... look, at this, look at it this way. Um, the New Orleans
2: Pelicans were the original Charlotte Hornets, I thought. Now yes. and then they brought Charlotte Hornets back after, it. So the so the um the Charlotte Hornets became they went to New Orleans became the New Orleans Hornets and then they built the Bobcats in Charlotte, Charlotte and then yeah. and then both of those teams changed and so the Hornets became the Pelicans and the Bobcats just took the Hornets name back right. They didn't switch, they didn't alternate, they didn't sit. You know, them. it's
1: sad because I understand and I follow, but my head still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah. took
2: the, they didn't switch, they didn't switch the actual franchise. They just gave, they just, the Hornets just gave the name back. Like, here, you can have that shit. We don't want it.
1: Uh, right. because gonna be the. It's like a jersey guys. swap.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're like, here, you guys, everybody likes Charlotte Hornets. So here, take this shit and we'll go ahead and just, you
1: know. Nobody knows what a bobcat is anyway. Get out of here. I'm just kidding. Type shit. You know what I mean? Hey, why do you keep talking about poop? What is with you, man? That is oh, disgusting. Oh, my God. Zion Williamson <laughs> has 555 points in his first 25 games. Who played for the was Charlotte one... Pelicans? Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Zion Williamson. New... Okay. I just... uh, he was one point shy of beating, can anybody guess? Michael Jordan. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. So, a Hall of Famer, Allen Iverson. Oh, what? And Kobe Bryant. Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Them three niggas? Uh-oh. Kareem and Abdul and Jabbar. That's a full house joke, I'm surprised you know that one. Do you watch this show? Uh I did back when I was a kid. Aw. Well, speaking of kids, L'Angelo Ball signed <laughs> a contract <laughs> to be in the in the G League. <laughs> Look at these transitions. Yeah, he got booted off and uh he's in the G League now. So wait, i oh, Wait, that's is that the youngest the youngest guy? No, the youngest is still in high school. I think, or kind of. I don't know. He's no, the youngest
2: one. Three, <laughs> I thought all three of them were in there
1: now. Well, geez, what is what their names? There's too many Lonzo, balls to count.
2: Leanne, Leanne something. Leangelo, Leangelo, and then the young guy, right? And I thought Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci, right? <laughs> Mikey, <laughs>
1: Michelangelo. Ball family, (laughs) Ninja Turtles is a bitch. (laughs) This dude, what's his name? Ball Turtles looking at. Um, okay, Lonzo was playing with the Pelicans, he's the oldest. He looks like Lamello, Leangelo, Lonzo. There's no picture. Is Lonzo who I'm thinking of? Mm. The, Lonzo, Lonzo's the oldest. He's the one that was on the Lakers and it's on the Pelican. He's
2: not going out of the NBA.
1: Oh, that's a Zoe nickname, Lonzo. That's dumb. Okay, LaMelo? Is that who I'm thinking of?
2: LaMelo and LaAngelo. No.
1: There's, is there three of them or four? Yeah, it's
2: three, bro. Or wait, is there four? Oh, there was only, what happened to my There team? were only three that we ever so cared about. LiAngelo, care- Lonzo, and
1: LaMelo. Well, so, you know... It it just goes to show you that uh, Becky Hammond (laughs) makes history. (laughs) I know my stuff. (laughs) Becky Hammond becomes the first woman in NBA history to serve as head coach after Greg Popovich got ejected.
3: Oh, yeah. That's cool.
1: I, I forgot to talk about that last week, so I'll talk about this week. And speaking of which similarities in baseball, the Red Sox hire Bianca Smith as pro baseball's first black female coach.
3: I saw that. That's pretty dope,
1: yo. Yeah, and she actually, uh, TS was helping me out with some facts. She was, oh, what school was it? Carroll University. She did some time there with, uh, I'm like, yeah, go Wisconsin. She did some time there. Well, I mean, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> black. Huh? She had, All she had right, attention. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, okay. Well, anywho, speaking of black, um, when <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh
3: no! Our transitions no, are on point. No,
1: <laughs> No, after all the stuff from the Capitol that happened, um, I was seeing like a lot of good quotes, like to kind of reminisce over it. And I follow, I guess I don't follow Muhammad Ali because he's not alive anymore. But I, uh, there's a page that's like has the checkmark whatever on him, Facebook, um, and he says, "When a man says I cannot, he has made a suggestion to himself." He has weakened the power of accomplishing that which otherwise would have been accomplished. And I think those are very powerful words in a lot of different circumstances. Um, I'm really big on, like, don't quit on yourself. And Muhammad Ali is someone whose life story was very inspirational. I look up to him a lot. And as him being from Kentucky, so was a man named Jack Harlow.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, look at that. Hey. Yeah. 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 Cody going crazy with the racks. That's crazy. Speaking yeah. of mm-hmm. Kentucky,
1: Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. We you talk
2: Jax. about no Disney chicks, hey, right? Hey, look at Russell uh-huh. he, Russell, listen, yeah. Russell, listen. oh my boy, Russell, listen. That's crazy. Um, so <laughs> when you think of Kentucky as a state, you don't think much of for hip hop. In two thousand two, you had you. you had nappy roots who introduced us to Kentucky um, hip-hop, which is very fun. All my life I've been poor, and it really don't matter no more. And they wonder why we act this way. Never roots gonna be okay, gonna be okay. Okay, anywho, one of my favorite childhood <laughs> songs. Um, and then again in 2015, we watched singer and part-time MC Bryson Tiller make a lot of noise with his Trap Soul album. But this new generation now, which is uh, the record label owned by DJ Drama and Don Cannon of Philadelphia and Gangsta Grills fame, Jack Harlow, the new generation Those are his masters. Those are his owners. (laughs)
1: yeah what happened with that that instagram live video thing well can you tell me a story about that i don't know what was going on but i'm like this is a little risky. Hey, okay listen real quick before i get into
2: this uh this about this album jack harlow okay wait jack harlow (laughs) has a video with this uh internet comedian (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that guy's an internet comedian. Internet I didn't know who he was.
2: Internet comedian named Drewski, if you guys know him from Atlanta. funny, super funny guy. He's been in a Drake video recently. All he's just like this new blossoming internet comedian. And so one of his things he's been doing on Instagram is going on with uh going on live with people to um, signed them to Could Have Been Records. It's not a real record label. It was a fucking internet joke.
1: Could Have Been Records. Could Have Been Records. That's funny.
2: And it's like the cash money symbol but it's a cent sign. It's really fu- fucking funny on the shirt. <laughs> and so randomly one day he brings <laughs> he brings Jack Harlow into the video. Jack Harlow's wearing a shirt. Jack Harlow's like playing a, Jack Harlow it's playing along. He has the, the the could have been t-shirt on and all of this shit and Jack Harlow's like, yeah, you know, thanks for the couple hundred dollars you loaned me, yada, yada, yada. Talking about how he's a, you know, it's funny because Jack Harlow's committed to him being a good record label owner but everything he's saying. Obviously, we're like, bro, what the fuck? This nigga loaned you $200, like, whatever. And so when he was talking about um, you know the shirt and how the shirt fit, and he was like, you look good in the shirt." Juski said to him like, "He," and then Jack Harlow goes, "I haven't taken it off." Right, exactly. So I was like, "I haven't taken it off in three days. I'm on my third day with the shirt." And then he was like, "Jack Harlow told him he looked good," and then <laughs> and then Jusky goes, "Uh, people don't want to hear that. I'm your owner because he signed to his record." <laughs> i this. It's funny to me because. <laughs> Juice's black and Jack Harlow is a white kid a couple years younger than Juice. Actually they might be the same age. I ain't gonna lie on the front. They might be the same age. But it was just funny because he said he's his owner. And the only thing I could think about the whole time was like white slave. <laughs> 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 why would he just why did he just say I'm your CEO? The people don't want to hear you talk to your CEO like that. He said, No, I'm your owner. I own, like like, I own you like is this only funny to me no I don't know. executive I listen, owner exactly <laughs> executive really. owner it's just like, I'm your, people don't want to hear that I'm your owner what <laughs> I spend days 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 laughing at that looking in the
1: mirror saying that's me
2: <laughs> I own somebody look at that That's. I just, told Cody to give me a drink and I said thanks white slave <laughs> it happened at least six times already <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
2: your owner <laughs> bro that shit I'm sorry we can cut this entire part out of the pot it doesn't even have to be here but anywho
1: you know what's sad is this This is probably like a re- their video is like a reenactment of us because you definitely gave me a shirt one time too <laughs> oh see look
2: I'm your owner look there you go that's the name of the episode I'm your owner and it was a
1: Marvel shirt so I definitely didn't want to take that off for like right, exactly.
2: <laughs> Um, generation now is a record label owned by Don- DJ Drama and Don Cannon And Jack Carlo is the new signee. The other signee, the first signing to this record label, was the Uzi Vert. That's another story for another day. Hmm. Is he still on there or no? No, he complained about his record label a lot after his... uh, A lot. Um, But Jack Carlo is a white rapper making new waves from a straight rap standpoint for Kentucky. It's not like Bryson Tiller where he was singing. Uh, I mean, Jack Carlo can be very melodic, but he's not a straight-on R&B singer. And he's not... not He's not... A <laughs> you say Jack Harlow and R&B? What? He's not, and he's also not conscious Dude. grassroots uh, hip-hop like, say, a Nappy Roots. He's commercially sound and gonna be able to yes. cross over if he hasn't already because he was a 2020 freshman um, for he's had a great. He had a great year. He had a number two record on the Billboard with What's Poppin', and they had a remix that included Wayne... Um, Tory Lanez and the baby, and so it's been a great year for Jack Harlow. We've talked about him before, but how does his 2020 debut album—that's what they all say. Fair. This is debut. Album? This is his debut album. He's at mixtapes and EPs and other things of that nature, but this is his first
1: album. I was to. looking at was it 2019? I don't know. His last thing in that I saw on iTunes before this. Sweet action. I'm like. I assumed that that was an album because it had what's popping on there. Also, yeah, exactly. And, and Sweet, mixtape, yeah. or now. Sweet action. Uh,
2: Sweet action was really good, but it was just a um, EP slash. Music. It wasn't. He didn't consider it an album. It was a project, but he didn't consider it an album. So, fellas, yeah,
1: sorry, right. I don't consider this an album either.
2: Fellas, what did y'all think about the album? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, do, the, I'm gonna do the quick round table, Um, because I'm your owner. Uh, please tell me, uh,
1: Cody. What'd you feel, right. feel about the album? Um I thought that I'm not gonna say that like maybe it's it's that it's a bad I don't know production or thing. It is I agree with you that it's very uh I don't know, commercial hip hop. Um it's not my style though. I do not like it. That's a preference thing. I can see. I if you're really like, like that it. kind of music, or something like that, it's probably best for you. But um again, Big Sean came out the gate with the best um being the best person on the album <laughs> um, the the best, the best what's popping <laughs> what's poppin remix um i don't understand why wayne was relevant in there he basically Do half not. of his verse was exactly what um what's this guy's name uh jack harlow's original verse was so it I was like "What? Why are you just reciting The original uh, Letters I mean your song But okay um, And just I don't know And like I said I didn't know that This was his debut But I'm like On your last thing You had What's Poppin' And that was your first hit Now this You have What's Poppin' And then followed by Another song Followed by What's Poppin' remix um, Yeah just I mean, It's it's not for me uh, Okay I feel it Next I
2: feel it. Russ or TS What y'all want know one of you fellas on. T.S., I'm your owner. What do you think about the album?
0: <laughs> well, now I don't want to participate. Fuck this show. <laughs> DJ Hiroshima. Dude, does yeah.
2: nobody find that funny but me? <laughs> I'm your owner. Like, watch <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're pretty much the only one that finds that uh, hilarious. Which Slay is why Marie. I brought it up. Okay.
2: Cool. <laughs> Accents! Look at that.
0: <laughs> um, Jackie Kennedy. I think the album was I right. Um, I I listened to it a couple more times. It's not something that I just listened to once and then throw away and never listen to it again. I thought it was a fairly decent album. I uh, I did enjoy the features that he have on there, like Lil Baby got his shit off. I'm still surprised that we haven't listened to a whole Lil Baby album yet, because every time I hear a dude on the side, it's like, okay, this aside from the radio singles, this nigga can rap. Like Rapping this man it. is actually, yeah, he he really getting the shit off. So I was <laughs> impressed by. Um, Some of the features on here, Lil Baby, Big Sean, Chris Brown, like, okay, all right. Even um, with Static Major or whoever on Love Is Drove, man, some of these features were really, really nice, and they made for really, really good songs. Love Is Drove, for instance, is a really smooth song. I love that track.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I think there was a funny part on here, um, same guy. It's produced by Jesse. Made another one, or who? Jetson, who's the producer?
2: Jetson made another one. He Jetson. <laughs> Jetson is actually um pretty big in. Not a Flintstone. Um, he's actually pretty big in uh the Baby's career. He's made a lot of shit. I don't, I don't think mm. he, I don't know if he came up with the Baby, but he's made a lot of shit. Oh look, Jetson made another. He's made a lot of shit for the Baby, like a lot of the Jetson. Think,
1: did you say Jetson? Like Meet
2: the Jetsons? Jetson. Jetson, J E T S O N. I always
1: thought it. I always hear that and go. Here, Jesse made another one. Yeah, I thought it was Jesse too, but it's I guess Jets, it's
2: Jetson. Jetson. It's Jetson made. Um, Jetson made, and he did. He made Shook. He made Shook. Ah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. He's. He's. Everybody knows Jetson's beats
0: because he has that tag. Now, okay. the reason why this particular tag was my favorite was because he didn't have his normal. Oh Lord, Jetson made another one. He didn't do that. He had... He had the whole choir singing,
1: Oh, Lord. That was actually, yeah, I remember <laughs> laughing at that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. I uh, was like, I
3: should turn this shit up. No,
0: I'm just <laughs>
1: You're not playing. No, I, I, I listened to it. I actually listen like, to it. I, I would.
0: Funny. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I love that part. And if you want to listen to more Jets made, another one beats, honestly. <laughs> like, how creative are you, dude? Because that was nice. Overall, I would say that the album was nice. Um, it wasn't a bad album. wasn't a perfect, great album,
1: but
2: it wasn't a bad album. It was decent. What song was that that he does that? Because I didn't even catch that until y'all just said it. And I'm,
1: really? i Really? Dude, you didn't catch a laugh from like, that Kid thing. <laughs> it's the of
2: thing. Uh, same guy. He has same a whole guy. choir thing.
1: Oh, of...
2: That's what they said Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that shit. you went... <laughs> is it's
0: like, no at all? They were crystal clear. What oh, they were? Exactly. Who was your owner? I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: escaped, bro. I'm escape. You're so
0: used to listening to Jewish that you don't understand real English anymore. That's sad.
2: I'm a runaway slave, so I have no owner currently. But I didn't even know. Oh Lord, Justin. Right? Oh wow. And now that I'm thinking about the song, I'm thinking like, oh shit. They, he, okay, cool. All right, cool. I won't go back and listen to that after this. Uh Russell, what'd you think? <laughs> what'd you think?
3: Um. First of all, I don't really fuck with this culture, vulture, dude. Uh, I'm just playing. Um, Yikes! <laughs> 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 no, um, <laughs> listen, like, I thought it was a, it was a decent album. Uh, I definitely think it's like um, an album you can like really ride to. Like, all the songs are really like similar as far as like their pacing and their beat. Um, mm-hmm. There's not really a, a vast difference as far as like tempo for a lot of the things. Um, he talked about his ex a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. i lot. say this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he, he really miss her for like for real, like so if you are out there listening like You know, give he also chance,
1: he talked He talked a lot about a lot of uh basketball players and references and to basketball yeah. a lot, and then the last uh, song or something like that. He's like I don't even play basketball like that or like, like I'm like what the you your whole album. Right. Blah,
3: blah, blah. <laughs> right. Um and then um I don't know, it's like uh, this whole album almost sounded like it was a uh, a sexist mixtape because like all the stuff we talked about was like mostly about sex and like they're like songs that like you probably smashed it because it's like how the beat is how the music is yeah. like you could just have it in the background yeah, I would break a
1: hip just, if I like, did that so what's popping
2: <laughs> <laughs> literally your hip is popping like that right the last two ones right? <laughs> were um, uh,
3: Cody so please don't the overall don't... vibe I got from him was uh he, he really sounds like Joyner Lucas to me in how he he raps um, his cadence and how the accent comes off so a lot of the times i was like is that twitter um <laughs> is he about to you know had to look into it you know what i'm saying right. and so you know i, I was you know, on youtube because you know they showed different videos or everything so i'm like i had to like look and check but it was just like the cadence like i said and the way he flowed was really similar to the dog so. but all along, it was decent. Oh. Okay.
0: yeah i guess i could see that if if he would do that Thing, or if he would start rapping a hell of a lot faster like joiner does then yeah they would be two peas in a pot. i guess that's what makes honestly um jack harlow easier to listen to than joiner because i can i can listen to these songs over and over and eventually start catching on memorizing and being able to rap along with the the songs whereas joiner it's like there's just a bunch of words that you're throwing at me sounds dope but eh, yeah shut up let's
3: see and see, I would give, like, Jack Harlow's clever to me. I think Joyner uh, has better lyric, like, lyrics,
0: lyrically. Yeah. after that. I guess if we could take um, Jack Harlow's song structures and give it to Joyner, Joyner would be dope as fuck. Or if we gave,
2: yeah. Nope. yeah or I vice versa,
3: be, yeah. Yeah, or vice versa, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm with it. Okay, so... Uh-huh. Best pro- best production.
1: Oh Lord!
3: Uh, oh Lord! Jesse
1: Minter. <laughs> oh, Jesse Minter. Look at that. Um, <laughs> face. <laughs> so <Sounded> nice.
2: So <laughs> Why? I can't. All right. All right. <clears throat> best production. Face of my city. Uh,
1: on first we listen- really hard to edit this. I, please please, Cody for the love of God yeah, but do, your, you, do your job it's please. easier when there's silence here have a little bit of silence and then come in but be like alright <coughs> so the best production like it's not gonna sound fluid at all <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Just amazing>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> face of my city thank you on first listen thank you <laughs> <laughs> trying to creep me there's gonna be a whole like five minutes of music you gotta cut out bro anywho face of my city On that first listen, I didn't like the sample layering in the background, but something came together. Face of my City" was really odd to me at first, but eventually it started to, like, mesh really well. And I could see what the producer was trying to do. The 808s um, are amazingly placed and EQ'd to perfection. When it comes to the sounds and how they sit on top of each other, the Sonics are so perfect for this beat. Um, There is a... You said what? I'm sorry. Sonic and the hedgehog. Oh god. Jeez. The knuckles on this beater looking ass. Nice. The tails. Um, <laughs> there is a there's a knock here that cannot be escaped and it does not let up with the low pass like sample that is slightly off. The sample uh, entire time is slightly off, especially when you when the drums stop at the end and you listen to the <laughs> like the sample doesn't lay precisely where you think it should lay, but it's the way he added the drums made you, you kind of heard it in a way with the drums on it that made it make sense. It's it's like really good production in that in that sense. Um, <clears throat> all in all, I can see this being a single and maybe the next video, especially with a uh, little Baby in it. It's a really, this beat is uh, super knock. It's, and I was, and I drove to O'Hare last night to pick up my sister and I cranked this shit all the way up. And this shit's, this shit knock, bro. Like, this shit hard. Like um, Route 66. So, these 808s sit so well over this hovering synth. The synth. In Route 66, there's like a synth that sounds like aliens have moved in for abduction. It sounds like they're <laughs> about to pick niggas up on Route 66, and I love that. This song has, is a sleeper on so many levels <clears throat> that the simple percussion pattern may not be appreciated. There's a lot of percussion going on in uh, Route 66 over, over that simple synth. But, <clears throat> the way that they come together makes for the heart of the beat you know it's a really a roof is really a um drum it's like really just a drum beat with a slight hum in the background but that but that's i'm telling you that hovering synth is like super like this is creepy and and refreshing um it's the drums and the spaceship hover that drive this home and and keep it banging it doesn't like it doesn't stop and it has a another fe- a feature on there ES uh estg who's also from kentucky um apparently he's been catching he's not in jack harlow's camp or anything like that but he's been catching heat and you know other people knew of him to the point where when he was on here i seen motherfuckers on facebook like yeah they got my boy on there so you know this is a good look for dude as well but that beat is something crazy bro like um it's really just that's a really hip-hop beat because it's really drums low-key it's really just a lot of drums and um shit to kind of make the drums pop but love is dro this beat is simple we get D kicks and they sit in a on a melodic pattern that is not only ready for radio, but create a vibe for the album that gets us from one part of the album to the next. It's like a it's like the end of album transition, you know what I mean? It kinda slows it down and gives you, you know, a little bit of a, what what Baxter Ave and shit is gonna sound like at the end. Um there's an now there is a aquatic there's an aquatic sounding vocal sample here in the back. Um There are computerized percussions that hold the beat together. And what sounds like a harp or like a heavenly uh, uh, placement of keys uh, that bring everything together. This is good because it holds multiple parts that sound like a simple layering. And I love everything happening with this R&B lace track. It's, again, super simple, but all of those, like... Harmonic and like really like soft parts come together to make a really smooth track. So those are the beats on here that I like. Now an honorable mention to beats is the Tyler Hero, uh, um, song.
1: Yes, you okay. got your TV on again. No. Okay, so
2: you're a liar. Got it. I feel it. Anywho. Um, no, I don't. Someone does. Russell. <laughs> I mean, no, I
3: don't have a TV on. Dude.
2: Call, totally. you, do you have your TV on. You fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, I'll <was> just mute. You <laughs> wasn't right. Hey, you TS. God damn it, man. You know I got gotcha. you. Uh, anywho, Tyler Hero. This is a dope. Uh, this is dope mostly because the sample sounds like an uh, elongated Asian sample of like Americanized <laughs> drums, and high. it like sounds like really um. It like if you listen to uh, Tyler Hero. It sounds really like a Asian tinge on American drums and hi hats, like nah, 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 nah. like it does this thing where it takes our rap but it like washes it with a coat of like China. And I don't know if that makes sense or if that is even politically correct to say. But this is NPC, so suck my dick. Anywho, um, it bangs like a hip hop song, um, cries out but but cries out like Japanese snow like a Japanese snowfall scene that's what i get when i listen to tyler hero like it got this knock to it but it's like very 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 um elegant and very soft like watching snow fall over a geisha if that makes any sense to anybody here um it rumbles but it bounces gracefully and it makes for a good example of rap because you can take sounds from across the world you add the right drum you eq it or you or warp the sample the right way and Anything fits with hip hop as long as you make it fit, and that's what this song sounds like um favorite or best songs on this album best songs on this album um funny seeing you here his storytelling abilities uh shine through here really well. This is one of my favorite songs that happened on this album the eight oh eight's not behind the simple but effective like details. I like when he says um Fucked it up between us cause I wanted you in every thought. <laughs> Things were only worse than when you left me when you let me rock. <laughs> Your bestie tried to warn you, but you told her that but you told her that he said he stopped. He used to say used to say her man was trash and tell me about the way he'd act. i shake my head until I realized I'm that I'm the same as that. Now I wonder if, did she tell her man that I'm a trash dude and would he shake his head when he realized that he was trash too. This Perfect example of like self-reflection matches the vibe, and it I don't it's simple storytelling, which is throughout hip hop we see like simple storytelling, but it's the simplistic storytelling with all the details that make for good rap. Same thing that happened on the uh, Grammy-nominated Alfredo album. Uh, Freddie Gibbs isn't gonna overdo it. He's gonna keep his shit simple, but he's gonna give you all the details, and he's gonna flow well with it, and that's what's happening here. I'm not comparing these two artists; obviously, they're different spectrums. But in terms of what's happening on the album, is hella detail in a simplistic form, which makes for a good rap story. Everybody don't want to hear Lupe on Tetsu and Youth TS, so. <laughs> This is an example of a rapper being good at rapping, but keeping it simple. And then we get all, we get everything we need to get from that song. I love... can can't hear. Funny seeing you hear. Way Out. This is a prime example of his influence of the New School Legends. He sounds like a Drake Jr., this whole song, but in a good, in a good way. His verse is great and the chorus is flawless. And and she gon she gon' let me hit it any day now who What you gon' say now who? Her my ex gotta bait now who but she still gonna let me stay now who I can tell who's on the way out. Twenty five shows, to the pair, I ain't going home, I'ma stay out. Motherfuckers hit you when they looking for a way out. But I just sit back and let it play out like the whole bounce on this motherfucker is Chef's kiss superb. It's not it's, again, Jack Harlow keeps it simple, but he will wrap the he will wrap his ass off. But he keeps it mad simple, and I like that because you open up this little like room to have like this radio friendly song or a good hip hop record where where hip hop like so far gone where you have these radio records radio ready songs, but also shit that hip hop has to look back and be like, man, when Drake, but this before Drake was on his this this dad and the third, and he was really rapping like this is that same type of vibe to me a lot of the shit that happens on here has that same type of vibe it has like a the best is yet to come but right now i'm here and y'all gonna accept this shit because i can go left or right with it and whenever i choose to go left or right you're gonna have to look for that layup because i'm finna come down i'm gonna drive to the paint i could dunk it or i could like finger roll it on some smooth shit. that's what this that's what way out is that's what a lot of this album is um but then you got Big Sean, the best feature on the album, first of all, and he says, <laughs> he says, uh, get paid to do me. that's a fact check. run it up, then retrace my last steps. I'm in the I'm talking about assets. Do you want to yes, hold up. I ain't even asked yet. First of all, I just want to tell y'all like <laughs> if you actually listen to this fucking CD if you listen to that part. The way that shit come off, so fucking player bro. Big Sean, thank you, sir, for everything you've given us in hip-hop bro. Cause you're gonna get your flowers at the end of this. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Um, just not a ten, Go it. But but um, I big Sean big Sean came. Shut up, Cody. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you about? I mean, haven't even got you
1: yet. not giving him a ten. Even though, okay, you're you gonna give big him a flowers
2: just now? Big Sean's great, but everybody that everybody that's a 10, everybody that's an, that's a legend doesn't have a classic. He gets be, nine flowers, not ten flowers. <laughs> Half a bouquet. All right. I've Anywho. Um, was that Biggie? <laughs> yeah, and, indeed. He then continues with, I'm anointed. I'm the boss. I didn't came out of pocket so much. Wow. <clears throat> that you thought I was disjointed on God. And <laughs> They pointed me towards your disc. Hmm, I'm disappointed. Like, it's very... Big Sean is so cold because he says some, some really catchy, slick... Like, if you read into the lines, it sounds simple, but he's like really slick. Like, this nigga said, you thought I was... He said, I didn't came out of pocket so much you thought I was disjointed. Bro, like, are you kidding me? That's tight as fuck, bro. That's raw. That's so good, bro. Um, this song is, hold, is holding bars, and it's great, man. I like. I think Way Out is one of the best joints on there. Love is Dro. This is probably the best written song on this album, and it's my favorite piece of music on this album, hands down. Uh, I've played this. I played this album about eight times, and I've played Love is Dro about twenty. On some, I get to Love Is Joe, and before we get to the last few joints in the album, I play Love Is Joe about three to four times. I just rewind it, because it's too short, because I don't like that shit. Um, the late Static Major. the Lu- Static Major is also from Louisville. So, he's the hometown producer, rapper, sling- singer responsible for many hits that we know and love. From Aaliyah, to Lil Wayne, um, to Genuine. Like he was definitely, you know helped to craft some of the shit that we found that we hold dear to our hearts and i think he's gone way, way 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 too soon because wayne um did lollipop and was gonna have him you know he put him on the record and was and had him in the video and and right after that you know he passed away um but there was at least another 10 20 years he would be influential through he's, he'd be like jimmy jam or terry lewis um in a sense uh, in rap in a sense of how he would probably have been in the background influence and shit and he would definitely have a couple Grammys and shit so uh, RIP to that man but um, he appears with his amazing vocals that lead this song all the way in the chorus let me love you slow I'm not in a rush girl I'ma love you slow take my time take my time tonight he comes in like over all these different ad On that first part. And then, uh, can I take my time? Plus, girl, I'm a love, plus, girl, my love is drool. I give you a rusty girl, my love is drool. Like, the whole, the way he layers that shit, the way he comes, I'm like trying to figure out, obviously it was a track before he was dead, or before he passed away. I'm trying to figure out how Jack Harlow fucked around and got these vocals. I want to know how he got this song. I want to know who who approved Jack Harlow to get this in 2020 as opposed to all the motherfuckers that could have got it in the 2010s. All the R&B singers that could have did this. All the other rappers. Jack Harlow somehow, because he's from Louisville or whatever, found a hidden fucking studio session and paid the right nigga and got Static Major going ham on this motherfucking CD. This is the best song on this joint, Joe. Um, um, and that amazingly hypnotizing chorus is not the only amazing thing that this song has. Um, as hometown buddy Bryson Tiller, which you spoke about before, comes in to deliver his trap soul level verse, you know, saying, um, hit an instant replay. Guess I had to get it twice breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now take off them denims, <laughs> take off that take off that linen. I need all that I'm missing, baby. When you call, I'm digging. Pull up to yo, and then right there enter Jack, enters Jack Harlow, and they start going back and forth. So pull up to yo, and then Jack Harlow's pull up to yo, and they come do this back and forth that ens- that ensues between the artists that start and the feature artist is amazing as they pick apart what spot the other person should say. I love everything about this song. In terms of songwriting, this is flawless. You got Static Major on the chorus, you got these two artists from the same city collaborating to kind of make this piece (laughs) of like great R&B rap. It's dope as fuck. Um, Honorable mention, Baxter Baxter Avenue. Again, uh, we see so much storytelling ability here that it is amazing just to listen to. I love when he gives us like some of his, his insecurities. He says... Always wondering to myself if I could really be a leader of a group of brown skinned boys when I'm not brown skinned. Certain things that I grew up on uh, that they get but I don't get. Differences in how we raise make me feel like I don't fit, not to mention the distance between our parents' houses. Share some money with them so they know I care about them. I'm trying to figure out the figure, I'm trying to do it right and figure what a fair amount is. But I fantasize about the day that we all swimming in and no contracts and we all independent. Stay close, never start a combo. It's been a minute, because it never will be the end of of sentence. Nemo, that's my right hand, guides me through this indecision. Vodka in my left hand takes away from my inhibitions. Way too gone, but I'm waking up in mint condition. Ready for whatever, got the truth with me, in position. This whole verse is like super, it's mad, like heartfelt, and the way he delivers it is perfect. I don't, I don't. It's just good at what he's doing. Um, To be honest, Jack Harlow's a... Overall, to be honest, Jack is a 22-year-old artist that is the culmination... This is where it gets important, you guys. The culmination of multiple artists that have led the way over the 2010s. We don't realize... Just like Matt Barnes said about LeBron James, we don't realize that we're witnessing history with Drake and with J. Cole and with Kendrick Lamar. We don't realize that these niggas are in our age range and they they did they've been doing the last ten years what we watched Jay-Z and Eminem and Nelly. Like these niggas think about Eminem. Eminem's first album dropped in ninety nine. Eminem was a 10-year legend at relapse. And we've got another 10 years of Eminem. Drake and Kendrick and J. Cole are at relapse. That's what we don't comprehend a lot. Y'all get what I'm saying? And so Jack, shut up, Cody. Jack Harlow <laughs> is a 22-year-old artist The culmination combination of multiple artists that, we've, that have led the way over the 2010s. His storytelling is reminiscent of a J. Cole. His melodic radio appeal is similar to Drake. His braggadocio slick bars remind you of Big Sean in his young years. All of that uh, finally famous and super-duper limited, that reminds me of the shit that Jack's Harlo- J- Jack Harlow is doing now. And when Big Sean was doing that, guess how old he was? Twenty-two, twenty-three. You know what I'm saying? Like twenty, maybe twenty-one. So you're you're so. predicting
0: that Jack Harlow is going to be the next uh, big thing. I he's gonna be one of the leaders in the hip hop. He will. Well,
3: That's as long as he stops talking about the cartoon characters. He's one of us. He might
2: be.
0: <laughs>
2: and I will go talk about that too. I he's just a strange bird, yo. <laughs> Listen, and man. Insert Wayne's World goof. <laughs> but he, but it, but it's funny. Strange gourd. He talk. He talks about that in the album where he says, "You know, I was always trying to find my the thing that gave me a rush, and women gave me a rush because he's like, I'm not in the streets. I'm not. You know, basketball was for me. women." You know what I'm saying? So, he liked to do that. And I, that's the ex- exact same <laughs> thing. But if you, li- if you go back in the history, who else did this? Drake. So Asher Roth. No, Asher Roth did not. But Drake and J. Cole. Shout out to J. Million, my, my cousin. He, we've been on it a couple well, times. He, he, Asher Roth had a whole song about uh,
0: cartoon chicks that he wanted to bang. Well,
2: okay. Okay. Asheroth did have that, but Asheroth's content was not all. His whole album wasn't about girls or like women that he didn't. No. Produce. No, I
0: thought we were talking about people banging cartoon chicks. No, my bad.
2: Uh, and I wish, and by the way, Jack Harlow, stop doing that. Stop talking about that. Stop, I don't want to hear no shit about you. Hentai, you liking the fucking um, deer from fucking. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. He's a nasty bitch, bro. Stop that. Um, yeah, that was a disturbing one. That that was a disturbing. He's i He was Ooh. like I'm brick the fu- I was bricked the fuck up in uh, kindergarten, bro. What? That Why are crazy. you hard at five? You just dis- d- <laughs> help him, somebody please. His owner, would you find him and please DJ His drama, owner, please. Jesus. Um, this man raps well because he's clearly a a student of the game. So as such, he's made an album that gives the best parts of himself. However, for the amount of amazing bars and slick ons in this great body of work, there are some moments that are not perfect or could be skipped. He stands on top of a few features. Uh, uh, he stands on top of the few features on here, which make you wonder if they were worth the spot, except Big Sean. And he gets a bit lackluster on some of the skip-worthy tracks like 21C slash Delta or Krim. These songs are not bad. They're not bad songs. There are worse songs in rap. But these songs uh are far from being fa- flawless and thus stop this from being a flawless debut. All in all, I feel like we should look back on this as a slept on debut. Not as good as but in a similar vein as reasonable doubt. People are gonna people are gonna crucify me about that. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. in the sense of where Jay-Z went, when he dropped it, people were like, oh, it's pretty good. But it didn't get the recognition right away. It in, it took years for people to be like, oh, yeah, Reasonable Doubt is a classic. They weren't yelling that right away. You know what I mean? It took Jay-Z to be amazing for people to be like, yo, we need to go back and listen to Reasonable Doubt and how great this was.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And are you yep, trying to debate that? Yeah. Really? I'm
1: not trying to debate. I just... I it's listened a, back and it's, it's not changed.
2: It's reasonable. That was an amazing album. It's classic hip hop. But I'm saying in 1996.
1: If I look at the same turd 20 years later, it's still a turd.
2: Well, that's not how most people feel, apparently, because they didn't. They didn't nobody we ever we never call. Nasty Freaks. We never Nasty Motherfuckers. That's right. <laughs> they need their owners to come out and get them. Um, we never looked at reasonable doubt as a we never looked at reasonable doubt as a turd. But what I'm saying is this: Well, I, I, I have said, mm, in '97. It was kind of like, um, but but just a dingleberry. Oh God. <laughs> Anywho, um, again, this is not as good, but in a similar vein of reasonable doubt, I feel like we will look back on this and be like, man. Or So Far Gone. I'll keep bringing this back to So Far Gone. It reminds me a lot of what that felt like for, and I just listened to So Far Gone a couple times all the way through last year, but the way people talk about it, it reminds me of how it grew as Drake grew to being like, this is a classic mixtape. This is a classic, you know what I'm saying? So take some of the skips off, and this feels, and take some of the skips off and the feels and the moments on this album are close to flawless for me. However, they are they are there, so this is not perfect. But it's close to for me. For me, this album is a nine.
1: Wow. Yes. For the me, disrespect this, to other albums. For me, that for me, this have. album
2: is a nine because it's gonna do both things. It's going to the replay value for me is high. I listened to this album three times in a row. Um. On. My drive yesterday, and this is after listening to this album about six times already, it's the perfect length, it has the perfect amount of replay value, and as he gets older, this will be, a th- mark my words, is if we're still doing this pod in five years, ten years, we will look back on this album, we'll be like, remember when that came out? Remember how this shit, like, it's not one of those things where, so far gone, Reasonable Doubt didn't commercially hit right away. But we go back to those and say, this is amazing what he was doing here. Do we not? That's you what's keep gonna... giving almost like this a nine and there's not going to be another. Five. I'm just kidding. The... Listen, slave. <laughs> listen. If you would listen, you would be less of a slave and more of a human. Now, this is what... I, I promise you, we're going to look back on this and be like, this is an amazing piece of work. This is something that started what is Jack Harlow? Because he's in that same space that... Drake and J. Cole were in when they were doing uh, So Far Gone and and the warm-up and Friday Night Lights. It reminds me of that shit. It reminds me of that. This is not his best body of work. But there's something that's gonna go down as man, remember when he did that shit? And we were just waiting on this motherfucker to to drop, you know what I'm saying? That's what this is. Um, He was almost there but it needs uh, needs to focus a little more before he can before he can tuck <laughs> in a perfect album, hip hop ain't dead, it just lives in the south, and Harlow proves that here. So, that's what I gotta say about this album. Dope,
0: that's how we're starting the year off. A nine
2: for <laughs> Mr. Harlow. I, I uh, well, you know what? You're still a nine, nine people, for the Jack-O-Lantern, so- a nine for the Jack-O-Lantern. <laughs> Sakadic hypnotic product, I got it. To anybody, I just wanted to
1: say that. I'm sorry,
2: I <laughs> gotta <laughs> <laughs> keep moving. More keep moving, this break music. To music to make. Keep making new shit. Produce to, to break the monotony. Mi- si- what's gotten into me? Jones <laughs> rocking Hennessy. Thug with like the black on my all right.
1: I'm Crazy, insane, or insane, crazy. When I say who's saying you, say shady.
2: It's funny because.
3: I talked about how I loved the Eminem show. I thought I I really loved the album. I, I listened to it constantly. But I'm with it you. Gets a lot of <laughs> it gets a lot
2: of flack. It gets a lot of flack.
0: It gets a lot of flack from people like McCoy up, or it. prior yeah, guys, McCoy because
2: it's too, it was too commercial, too poppy. <clears throat> okay. All right. Before, okay. Before we leave, before we leave music, I got two more things, two things I want to say. Russell is the only human being on this planet that loves Devils Night as much as I do. Yeah. Um I actually listened to that the other day. And I listened to that before I put on Jack Harlow. on my way out of on my way out of Milwaukee to go to O'Hare I was listening to that it was, like it was getting gas and all that shit. Um Listen. And listen. So, I, so I listened to Jack
3: Harlow. Um I finished I listened to it like twice yesterday. And then after that I listened to Extension Level of bit too. And then I put I popped in Devil's Night. That's, hey, so that's fun
2: Dude dude, <laughs> listen man, I love that bro. So, and I'm listening to this whole shit the whole way through. And I'm listening to, like, all the shit that Eminem says on here. All the shit. First of all, I just want to say this right so the fans hear me. Kaniwa is the best member out of D12 that is not Eminem. I don't care. Really? Kaniwa is the best. I said we Kaniwa. A.K.A. Rondell Bean. Back on the motherfucking scene. He's the best person out of D12 that is not Eminem always has been, and I just love the shit that he says. Anywho, I was listening to that. Disagree. <laughs> you disagree? Oh, wait. I, Russell, I thought I was going to text you this last night. Okay, now nah, it's happening on the pod. Yeah. Fuck it. Who do you think is the best <laughs> member of d that's not Eminem? Um, that's
3: not Eminem. Uh, and see... You no, know, at first it was like, don't say proof. proof. Like oh proof my God.
2: Like, I, knew you gonna, I knew, bro. I knew. It's because he I died. I knew the guy, bro. I knew but, he was going to say proof, bro. Really? But
3: proof was like a, a close second to me because um, I actually like Swifty. Swifty, yeah. Like, Swifty, yep,
2: Swifty cold as fuck, bro. Swifty cold as. <laughs> Swifty low key slept on him. <laughs> I wanted that nigga to make at least like, yeah. one solo joint. like.
3: Yeah. So it was it was him and proof that was like neck and neck to me, but Swifty always took
2: it to me. Yeah. Swifty, Swifty damn near that. Swifty and... I feel like could like, when this nigga said, uh, um, don't like a bitch to act too cute, cool bitch Oh my guy down when I shoot hoops, don't be calling me, you <laughs> stressing funny. me, all all me stressing. or I might have to release some aggression and beat you to death and teach you a lesson, like, you a lesson. <laughs> that's my shit, bro, like, low-key, okay, this is not about, It's <laughs> not about these. D- <laughs> this music segment is not about D12, but I promise y'all, at some point this year, y'all gonna get a retro review of Devil's Night, and it will be a ten. Don't even worry about it. Anywho, um, what? <laughs> yeah, that's Swiftie. That's my dude. That's the Swifties code, bro. Um, I forgot. Where I totally forgot. Oh, I was going. this <laughs>
1: is cold right now.
2: Um, oh, yikes, bro. <laughs> oh, yikes. And on that note, Cody made another one. Right. <laughs> It's time
3: for Russell <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> all right, so first off, we get out the shout out. Um, I wanted to shout oh. out to all the local nonprofit organizations for the working surrounding communities. There were so many good ones that I, that I ran across that I couldn't really choose a specific one to highlight today. Um, if you do a quick search, most anywhere, it actually lists like 100, but there's a site called greatnonprofits.org G-R-E-A-T-N-O-N-P-R-O-T-I-T-S dot org all one word um, they have a function where you can actually search in your hometown um, and find the local nonprofits and what they're about and things of that nature um, so it can be a blessing to someone in, in many different ways so check out the website again it's um, greatnonprofits.org one word um, and yeah check them out man they uh, have some, some great organization a lot of great things um from like um helping kids stay in school keeping kids on the streets uh, feeding the homeless finding shelter um for the homeless um helping with uh um, people who who have come out of jail to be like um rehabilitated and get acclimated to being back outside so they don't become repeat offenders and go back so there's a lot of programs and a lot of organizations on that website that you can look up and see how you can help. All right. <clears throat> so uh, I was initially at a loss, a loss, excuse me, about what I wanted to talk about. Like nothing would really come to mind that I felt like I could expound upon for a few minutes or 20 or whatever. Um, so as usually, you know, just music, I started to stupidly browse through all my social media. And let me tell you, these internet niggas don't ever disappoint. They always give me something to talk about, yeah. Um, the state of dating, interacting, and communicating between the sexes is completely confusing and off-putting at times. Yep. Um, kudos to you gents for finding partners and really committing to them and being in uh, wonderful relationships. Um, I think that's such a dope thing to to be a part of right now because the world is a whole shit show right now. So um, the fact that you guys have quality partners um, who support and push you as well as you do for them is super dope. So I'm, I'm, I'm really proud and happy for y'all.
1: Well, I just uh, pushed back.
3: Thanks,
2: dude. <laughs> right. I, damn. I, Please don't push too hard because, you know, Wisconsin <laughs> women woman's sake. <laughs> right. 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 I'm trying to have my baby in Tennessee. Fuck you talking about. Um, I <laughs> I uh well damn that that actually means a lot to hear from coming from you because little do you know Russell, man. I think about this a lot, bro, and I don't wanna get mushy on the pie, but you are like one of my biggest inspiration. Like I'm like, bro, I look up to you. And I don't look up to a lot of human beings because I don't think many of
1: them I are. I do because to. I'm short.
2: <laughs> oh TS reminds us every day yes uh, wait till we wait till we post uh, Cody's Not uh, touching wait until we post C- Cody's magazine cover it's amazing it is definitely time <laughs> to- <laughs> T.S. is some
1: nasty freak for trying to get off a nasty man Ugh. T.S. is a nasty freak
2: freaky <laughs> ass T.S. what are you talking about Um, but wants no to see my
1: face on what buddy
2: Um, but uh, no I, I find it what you say I find it to be when you say Russell when you say things Um, I hold them in high regard. So for you to say that you, you know, kudos to us and, you know, kind of give us props, it's crazy because I look at a lot, bro, as I'm, especially at, at, you know, my age and and things of that nature, you are like the person that I look to, like, damn, I want to be, make sure that I'm of the same brain and knowledge and kind of like thinking in the manner that Russell does, you know, because it just seems more conducive to being a good human being and being, you know, kind of like well-grounded, you know. And so, um, you are like one of my biggest, like, man, I'm telling you, I don't look up to a lot of, to a lot of people. I don't think I look up to other, I like really, like, like T.S., like, he's dope. And I'm like, damn, my nigga doing it. And so he might inspire me, but that's not to say, and I don't, don't take this the wrong way, T.S. It's not to say I don't, look, I don't look up, <laughs> I don't look up to T.S. because he's like my same, that's like my same level brother, you know what I'm saying? um
3: cody doing the same person so right Same same, thing.
0: we use the same vocabulary dog we have the same gloves. russell's use of words russell uses a lot of big words and it sounds like he's casting spells sometimes when he's talking he has to be (laughs) though he has to be he (laughs) can't just be talking
2: like and but but cody (laughs) same thing cody me and cody are closer in um In age, and that's like my bro, and it's like you know TSA And I but don't, you don't look, look up to me either. I don't. I get it. Yeah, well, Cody, nobody's looking. Nobody's <laughs> looking up to you. Stop it. Except maybe an ant or a fly. Um, and even even <laughs> then, even, <sighs> then, even <sighs> then, a fly could look down if he's in the air. Now, here's the thing, though. I dookie dookie dookie. Oh, maybe you are been. trash, bro. Slave, go away. No, but listen, Cody and Cody and TS and I don't want y'all to take this in a in a sense of like I don't you know look up to you because y'all. Well, do, I'm not being salty at all. Y'all y'all do things y'all do things, <laughs> that, y'all do things that y'all do things that inspire me every day. Honestly, Cody, your ability to meditate and how you like totally change like how you view the world and how calm you are when it comes to a lot of things. Man, that's inspiration. TS, the way you move without any without any recourse of like. This is gonna be but you just you just do what feels right and you move and you make it happen. You you never stop. You just make shit happen. And I love that about you and Cody and what y'all do. When it comes to Russell, I just really I look at him as like a big brother in the sense of I just like when he says something, I'm like, Okay, if Russell said it then maybe I should do better. Or if Russell said it then maybe he knows something that I don't know because he's, you know, a little bit my elder and I just when Russell says something, it means something. So that's, I say all that to say this, you saying you can congratulating us or being proud of what we're doing means a lot to me because you are my kind of OG go, like go to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that makes any yeah. sense. So yeah.
3: yeah. And it, and it, and it
2: means a lot. Don't forget lie. the balls. Just <laughs> <laughs> You a bitch, dog. This is, this is why you're a slave, Cody. This is exactly why you're a slave. This is why you're a slave. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Emancipation procla what no nothing slave slavery Just rest of life slavery emancipation procla fuck you right
1: fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay. a boo
2: right let okay. oh, do slavery to, me
3: to, to engage in this friendship with you guys because I really truly consider you all my friends so what what I consider as far as friendship is not allowing my friends to be at a level that I'm not um, inspiring to go to and not ascending to. I can't leave y'all um at the bottom and behind if I learn some new knowledge I want y'all to be able to come with me because that's what you do with your friends. You put them on. Um, you know, M is a great example of that. Um, the Wayans are great as a move that yep. he brought his yep. whole family up there. So yep. um, the people that I really consider friends and the people who show me they are my friends is who I try to take to those levels with me and if I learn something new you know I'm always sharing it with you guys and if I don't know something I listen and I I learn and that's always been my 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 MO. Um, There were times where I was too proud uh, to express that uh, but having gotten older having experienced some things it's it's something that you you have to kind of relinquish in yourself you have to be able to to let that pride die and be like yo you know yeah i need help too yo i'm 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 just as human as everybody else um there's a couple of quotes that i love that i try to live by um one of them is from Macbeth, and it's i dare do all of the things that become a man who dares more is none um which i think is just super powerful as far as like just being a man is that i do all the things that a man should do and who does does more than me there should be none basically um, and then the second quote is actually from Richard Pryor, and he was just saying, he was talking to his his, his, uh, his woman at the time, and he was saying, I'm just trying to be human with you. Um, that's always been something that's been in the back of my mind, um, is that I'm just trying to be human. You know? I'm just trying to be human. I'm not trying to be greater than anybody else. I'm just trying to do the best I can with the time I have, with the resources I have, to be the best human I can be. And so I try to push that to everybody, and I try to associate myself with people who I feel uh, embody those same things, where they, they do all they can to be the best version of themselves. But they also try to remain as decent of a human being as they can. So, yeah, I really consider y'all um, really good friends. You know, we've
2: only right.
3: technically known each other for like a couple of years, but I don't think that time defines friendship. For what sure. Time spent does.
2: You know, this crazy thing is I've actually known Russell like a decade, low key. But right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I've known Russell a decade, and um, you know, I've been around him at different points throughout his, you know, um, mid twenties and you know his early thirties and, and things of that nature. And I just watched, um you know, I've had different interactions with Cody, or, late forties, or, or with uh, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are gonna be a slave forever, bro. Listen. I've had different <laughs> inter, I've had different interactions with uh, Sips Russell tea or coffee and uh, you know w- i've worked I've worked actually worked with Russell and I just I've seen him progressively become a better person and that's why when I say he's one of my inspirations because I, I've seen old Russell and I see current day Russell and current day Russell is like took all that shit and just made it better he just improved as a person and you hear that so, ts we
1: have no personal growth
2: none especially <laughs> you cody where's my whip damn it um,
1: this is this is just fun for me <laughs> well
2: i i think we
0: all uh i mean it, it's cool that we come back to this conversation every now and then just a uh, friend appreciation type thing Yeah. but um we have not known each other for years upon years but we talk every damn day. Every Literally There's every, every day. day.
1: I don't for think sure. a day that has gone by without at least a one meme or one check-in or something. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. And
0: during the workday, we're talking to each other almost the whole
3: eight hours. Yeah, for yeah, sure. the whole
1: eight hours. Unless my manager's <laughs> listening. All right.
3: I mean, not. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: We got the well, I think trick- it shows, like, not even just every day, but it's like, you know, the stuff we talk about and the stuff that we go through and the, you know, the... highs and the lows the deep stuff it really brings us all together so like i said it doesn't matter like how long you know well we we
0: we spend almost every day together so i mean we we Mm -hmm. damn near we put in the time of a friendship that would have known each other for years upon years within a year of every day i mean even your friends from school you might kick it with monday through friday maybe see saturday but you're not kicking with them Every fucking day, right. we we've been each other 365 days straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for
1: yeah. the past almost three years.
2: Yeah, for sure, and that's and that's wild because you know the funny thing is each of you guys I've known separately four like four plus years. So Cody, we met. Uh, it'll be five years in April um, that we've known each other. Yeah. Yes, I've known you since I was 13, so, like, anybody who knows that, like, there you go. Um, And, Russell, I've known you 11 years. And yeah. it's crazy because those are different. You know, you got four, you got 16, and you got 10, 11. And these spaces mean nothing because I bring you guys together and we all, you know, interact like we've known each other our entire lifetime. And that is... That means something to me that we that we share that because that speaks to how our personalities are, how well they mesh, how similar yet different we are. We all there's shit that I do that you guys are like, come on, McCoy. There's shit that Cody does and we're like, come on, Cody. There's shit that TS or Russell does and we're like, come on, TS. Come on, Russell. Um, mm-hmm. but we all at the at the base, we're all like we kind of agree and and understand each other because we're kind of the same <laughs> at the base. And I, right. and I think that that means a lot to me because you don't find a lot of humans that you can do that with, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm you don't know bar- find a
3: lot of people that you could just um, and agree and agree to disagree, you know, as yep. me and Cody sometimes do a lot of times because we have different <laughs> um, philosophies, but there's no hate there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just, right. no, I just believe something else and I just believe something else. And there's still the sense of connection because it's not just an attachment type friendship. It, it really is a connection. Yeah. We really value each other, um, even though we don't um, see eye to eye. It doesn't mean anything else. I, right. you know, outside well, of that well, cause apparently because apparently
1: I'm not
0: tall enough think... to see eye to eye
3: with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll
1: get two boots in <laughs> <Okay>. um, uh, <laughs> here. Well, like I was <laughs> definitely thinking that. I was definitely thinking that same thing. I think it was yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to, we each have our own like things to like topics or such to bond with each other individually like one-on-one or stuff as well as as a collective group too right like i know like i have a bunch of memes obviously are jokes that we can all share upon and we'll put put in the group but then i'll text all individually and it's like russell and i will talk about like you know, serious therapy or religious stuff, or TS and I will talk about Asian Jews, or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no that, that's quality of bugs when
2: fish. But no, that's, that's, that's funny because me and you, you and I, damn, you, you and I, Cody, we will talk about me and Cody will talk about a lot of like different music stuff behind the scenes that we don't you necessarily put in the group because we don't you know it's a lot of a lot of shit that's more cutty or vibe or like on some shit that me and him can understand as opposed to mad rap and there's so much shit russell that i haven't texted you because i don't want to annoy you about d12 <laughs> that i that i think dude i think listen bro i listen to devil night at least like once a week i listen to at least a, one song from Devil night yeah. And I want to, te- and I be want to text you because you're the only other human I've ever interacted with that likes this album as much as I do. So every should I be yeah. like, I be want to text bro like just random. Russell, you've escaped because I'm because I don't want to annoy you. Random <laughs> lyrics from Devil's Night, just being to you in quotations because I'm like, dog. And you gonna
3: get comfortable to the point where time, when you be like, oh, "It's it's just time." You yeah, bro, you finna go. get a whole, you finna get a whole
2: sixteen, you <laughs> finna get a whole sixteen in text, bro. Like this nigga snap, bro. You heard? Did you hear what Swift said? This He's shit, He's like, bro? "Yep,
1: definitely like, listened to that album before." Good yeah, job, bro. <laughs> but but
2: that's but that's so interesting. And then and dude, and me and T of course, me and T S talk about all types of random ass Goofy shit that like we'll just sometimes be like okay we're not gonna flood the pod with this shit but hey bro do you remember did you hear this Eminem song you like me and Tia talk about so much so much goofy like random we okay so Eminem's last album they the, said uh, wait for the pod said, fuck that right, exactly. I gotta talk about this shit <laughs> right, exactly there's shit that we were it's like cheeky, that, and man, the pod group we were like okay we're not gonna talk about this album because the pod coming up me and Tia so go off in the corner and be like well bro did you hear when he said this song and this shit bro like that's just, it's like
1: yeah <laughs> Chris Christofferson, okay. i Christofferson, like, bro. Next time Emmer Cuddy got, like, like, so. got a new album coming out, invite yep. me in on that, because I know like, Russell doesn't want to talk about it until ex- the pod, but Exactly. I- <laughs> and so
2: there's there's things that we as a group share, and there's things that, like, there's things, I'm Cody and TS, bro. Like, when y'all tell me, like, y'all talk on the side, and y'all be talking about, like, y'all, you know, uh, fucked up Story of the Week and all that shit, I get so happy to hear that, even when I'm that not there, stories
1: the week. you really get happy nah, about I don't, that. know
2: well, I wish TS was, just give me a snapple fact and shut the fuck up, TS. I I actually get really happy that Cody and TS, without me and Russell, are doing stuff because it makes me feel less guilty that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Russell without y'all at some point about something and just know it wasn't meant for you. But that's that's the it
1: wasn't meant for you.
2: That's the dynamic of this friendship though. Is that the four of us? Each of us could- <laughs> bring something to the table that is important to the other person in some way, shape, or form, and that's this is like the he message. Says,
1: I couldn't talk about this in front
2: of Cody, but the climate up here, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Cody would know about this. You're
0: like, the I don't want to annoy Russell, I don't want to annoy Russell, but at the same time, there have been times where um, Russell had clearly put us on mute in the Facebook message,
2: <laughs> so then we'll text his ass yep, so text Russell separately. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm telling you, bro, there's been times that I was like, hey, how's it going? Like, there's a random shit out there. Hey, do you, so when are we going to do this video game thing? When are we going like go to go to this boxing like... gym? Because I know you're going to mute right now, but guess what? You can't mute me. Like, <laughs> even though he could block my number at any point, like, I don't know why I thought he couldn't mute me, but like, okay, I feel it. Like, And it's funny because it's like, it's not,
3: I'm muting y'all because I'm like, oh my God, these are, you know what I'm saying? Because we'll be go on, on and on and on, and the just... notifications to be so <laughs> distracted, and I be having to focus on stuff. And I'm like, okay, all right, you guys go ahead and go off. Right, exactly. I'll read it. I'll be back.
1: <laughs> he comes back. <laughs> oh, they're still on this weird. Okay, whatever, buddy.
3: Yeah, it's like I've never been like weirded out by anything. It's just that. Oh my god, that's not, not true. That's not
1: true.
3: No, no, no. Literally, like the stuff be funny. And I'm like, yeah, that's disgusting, but it's funny. You know what I mean? It's like, disgusting, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Wait. <laughs> so yeah um, The the thing that, that I think Works best with this, this uh, Friendship Which is a relationship Is that um, We each Continue to have Our individual selves Along with the group Collective And it's just like you said uh, McCoy That we can be ourselves With each other Individually um, um, Twos and threes 75% Whatever you want to call it Right yeah. <laughs> um, But we We still um, Can come together As a group And um, the things we share um, with each other individually and then collectively can be different, and that's okay. There's not a lot of friendships that excuse me allow for that. There's not a lot of friendships that foster that individuality. Um, Especially, and it's unfortunate, uh, a lot of my female friends, they don't have people in their lives who allow them to be themselves. They have to conform with the group mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's because they're
2: evil. (laughs) <laughs> T.S. Said that. okay so i just want to let it be fuck. known that TS said women are evil it has nothing to do with me <laughs> but TS thinks that you guys with vaginas are pretty evil to each other
0: no I, not just to each other just period just, just days man oh you, so if you have intuition
2: a, so if you have a <laughs> see that's the group joke and so, um, <laughs> that's the group joke. if you have a vagina, you're evil, and that's oh, okay. We Lord. don't love you any less, but you are evil. You are a witch. It just speaks. and so we have to love you even more. It's a
0: counterbalance <laughs> yeah. your little
2: evil asses. We got to throw
1: good Gmail, dick in order you to me. Shut up, for please. My, well, what I do. I just never had the chance to ever meet you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you witch. Um. So. <laughs>
3: the whole angry stuff that ran here. angry beavers
1: looking at us damn like oh my dang great Cartoon Network show Was the Cartoon
3: Network and Nickelodeon Nickelodeon
2: you sure betcha you sure (laughs) betcha yeah no but no that's uh, uh, yeah that's they be on that bullshit I feel it right I was going. I was going. I was going to try to clean this up, but then I thought about it, like, nah, 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 nah.
1: I'm going to make it worse now. You're nah. the same person.
3: <laughs> so before we get too long-winded, um, I'm probably going to continue this next week because we totally went off the rails of what I was going to talk about. Um, but I think it was it was necessary to be said, necessary to be had. Um, the conversation regarding connections and how they should work. I'm not saying ours is most perfect. Of course, there's times where. We go on each other's nerves, or um, <laughs> we basically like fuck oh, a minute, You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, um, we don't hold on to that that anger, that hate, that whatever right. it is, yep. that negative feeling. Um, we this you know we dissolve it. We even if it's if we have an alt between us, uh, we go to each other and be like, "Yo, I was feeling this kind of way, and I didn't like that. Da da da. So I want to talk about this too. We can get right again. And I I love that we have that sense of uh, camaraderie, and brother, um, brotherly love for each other to where we don't want to allow things to cause dissension and a schism between us um, that will always maintain that connection. And so I, I really value you guys, like I said, as friends, as confidants, as people in my life who I hope will stay there for as long as possible um, <laughs> until I do something crazy. Um, <laughs> but I do value you guys. And like I said, I'm very proud of each and every one of you and it's a joy to have you to be a part of my
1: life. Mm-hmm. For sure. Same, same, same. same, same. same, same oh, definitely.
0: I'm glad that you have brought that up because today is prosody day. Today yes, is a is. day that Russell does not drive anywhere because if Russell drives anywhere, there's a high chance he gets into an accident or somebody tries to crash into him. So happy prosody day, everybody. Stay yeah. the fuck at home.
2: Wait, sorry. January 9th is the uh, Russell prosody day? January 9th.
1: Yeah, yeah it's prosody day. And the one time that Cody, Mr. Stay-at-Home Hermit Crab, is going to go hiking. <laughs> oh, boy. First of all, congratulations, did, Cody, for getting out I of the I didn't clean house. today, so you had to be a pro janitor, huh? <laughs> wear dish- the ditches, Cody.
0: The Beware the ditches. <laughs> Do
2: not hike near the edge, bro. Please, for the love of God, stay the in edge. the middle. Stay in the middle of the, the walking area. Just don't. The, the side mystery.
1: don't matter, bro. The Buddha learned to stay steer away from the right side of the ditch, and then he went to the left side of the ditch and found out it's not that much better.
2: Right? He was not in Irvana, <laughs> That's a whole
1: other story, though. He was it's not. It's funny,
2: funny
3: because uh, I had planned a whole bunch of stuff to do today. And then my uh, my uh, notification came up like tomorrow's prosody I'm
2: like, yep, stay in the palace. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza and fucking video games. I like it. Yep. <laughs> and order it in. Exactly.
1: I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> um, I like it. I love it. I'm locking my fucking door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is that the end of Russell Prosody? Yes, sir. Okey no. Uh, January 10th is the end of
1: Russell Procyd. <laughs>
0: ah true true but well that's no this is the end of russell prosody but the prosody day is that's all day
1: it's 24 hours right january 10th is tomorrow so
0: okay so thank you Kelvin cody. johnson <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah no actually thank you cody for this story um Pretty sure you sent this to me. An, an anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned
1: after being caught by the police fleeing a 25-man orgy through a window. We did, we did that one. Did we? we? Actually, I had I had to read it for you while you were gone one time. It Wait. was like oh, four or five weeks ago. Oh, see, I was.
0: Lucky. You scrolled up way too high, huh? I did. I was trying. I was like, you know what? This time I'm going to get Cody. He says that literally scraping format. from the bottom of you, the bucket. Nah,
2: fuck that. TS is what you get for people all the goddamn time. Just read the more most recent. Why would you do this to Cody? Damn it! See, Cody, he thinks because you're a slave that he can just be however he wants to be, <clears throat> be but it's not okay. God. No, Tia. I, had,
0: I I I had to go through a bunch of conversation that had nothing to do with fucked up stories. We and
1: yeah. So once you and, tell them the fun facts, like where alien blood comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Huh. yeah,
0: uh Benzino's blood is
2: alien blood. But um okay. uh. No, it's alien.
1: What is it? Well, like like he does alien no, no,
2: that, Benzino blood is hot dog water. That's exactly what Benzino <laughs> blood is. Oh <laughs> I don't,
1: my. I don't think Yo, there anything. was something funny one time online that said like uh keep an ice cube tray in your freezer of hot dog water, and if you have people that come over that you don't like, you use that for their ice cubes. Oh, that's fucked up.
0: Yo, You know, speaking about fucked up water, um, you shouldn't drink water. Oh, yeah, I told you guys about that. You shouldn't drink water that smells funny because it'll give you random headaches for the the month. But when you you put Brita filters on your faucet, it clears up the headache and the
2: smell of the water.
1: Yeah, I almost died. I know. I
2: I actually have a Brita filter. So, yes, I've been drinking better water. It like you said, a British filter. Hello,
1: here's some clean water for you. Yeah,
3: don't drink water with chlorine in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now we all know not to drink water that smells like chlorine. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should listen to our women more often. Uh, Fun uh, uh, (laughs) fact. The fun fact, though, is, is sports. In nineteen ten, an incomplete forward pass earned teams a fifteen yard penalty, which implies that if that were true today, Aaron Rodgers might be the only one with the job because he is still the league leading completion. He still has the league
1: leading completion percentage. So yeah. I feel like that's an unrelated. You were talking about incomplete forward passes, right? Yes. And you're then you're talking about Aaron Rodgers and completing passes?
0: Right, he is the highest, he's the league-leading completion percentage. But do you have
1: statistics of, like, quarterbacks who have... Nope. um, Nope. Okay. Nope. I mean... But it didn't say far, so I think it's true. Mm. Lord knows it wasn't far. Lord knows I'm going to buy the plane ticket. (laughs) (laughs) So...
0: Um, episode 90 of Not Politically Correct. The homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I got gotcha. you. You can no, find you me at C-Nova K-P-Z.
2: McCoy? It's your boy, Rim McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Rim McCoy K-P-Z and on uh, Snapchat at Real McCoy Rebel.
1: Hi, I'm Cody. I uh, see you recording everything. Bring her down. All right. Uh, Russ Bartman, Teddy Russ,
3: Kid Universal, Wars Q, Regenerator, of Bus, and you can find me at the stuff I said
2: before. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, you know how we like to do gang.